Mom was never afraid of vices, smoking, drinking, even a little bit of drug use in the 60s and, and later. She used to tell me anything in moderation, but nothing in excess. And she lived by that rule, at least with some things. Not everything. Not cigarettes. When I was probably, I guess, about 14, 15. How'd you get started? Yeah. Was the kids. We went in the back. We stole my father's cigarettes, and we went in the back of the fence behind the house, and we went in the back and smoked. Who? A friend of mine and myself. And then one time my father caught us. He came behind the house. He saw smoke coming up. And he came by the house, and he put his hand out, and he says, give me the cigarettes. Oh, no. Yeah, and I had to give him the cigarettes, and uh, and he took them. Was, yeah, and what, what did he do with them? Yeah. I don't know. He probably smoked them. He was a smoker. <laughs> so he didn't make you smoke, like, all of them in front of him or something like that, so mm. you get sick? No. Yeah. You think he, he probably smoked them? <laughs> he, yeah, I'm sure he smoked them, yeah. So was that what was your punishment? Uh, did he? Did so you, when did you smoke again? Probably a week after he took them. <laughs> <laughs> we got another pack of cigarettes and we went out and smoked. Yeah, it was not something that you were going to squash easily, you know. Yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they tried though. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody tried. I mean, it's like when I try to put the patch on. Yeah. It doesn't work with me. You don't I, feel anything? No, I, I put it on and I rip it off like five hours later. And um, how old were you when you were first smoking, like you were talking about? Probably 13. Yeah, and you keep smoking? Yeah, I kept smoking. Where'd you get them? I don't know. Somebody would go out and buy them <laughs> and give, give them to us. The kids, you know. Yeah? Yeah. Older kids? Yeah. Because because back then was it did you have to be you didn't have to be a certain age or what was the what was the age limit? Yeah, I think it was eighteen or, or maybe it was twenty one. It has changed around. Yeah, it's everything. And it's all I don't know in this so in that particular state I don't know but yeah. but you had the hookup. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care. You know, like I said, if I wanted to smoke, I smoked. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you smoked consistently all through high school. Yeah. We had, well, we used to go, remember I told you we had that place downtown, Snouders. Yeah. That we would Snouders. go and we uh, we would leave school mm -hmm. and we'd go down to Snouders and we'd get a hamburger or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but we used, you know, we... Yeah? Was, uh, did, yeah. did most everybody smoke? Was it kind of... Not everybody, uh, you know, but a, a, a good portion of... Students would go across the street and we'd have a cigarette and then go back in. So you couldn't smoke at Snouters? N not inside, no. no you, di you didn't smoke inside. You always went outside. Did other adults care about seeing teens smoking back then? They weren't ha happy with it. They would come out and say, you know, you're really too young to be smoking. And, of course, you'd get some wise, wise ass that would say, uh, why don't you mind your own business or something like that? And they'd say, well... We're just telling you, you know, it's not good to be smoking at your age, you know, at any age, literally. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it, it, smoking is not, you know, smoking kills you. It's been, um, it's, yeah, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. They still want to say the studies are out, but. Um, and then in college, you smoked through college as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. And you could smoke in class there? Or? No. No, you never could smoke in class. Or in the dorms? Not in the dorms. You, we had a smoking room. In yeah. The, in the dorm that we would have to go into. You did have a smoking room. We it's had, like the airport. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the or smoke, what used to be in the airport. They still have them. Do they? I think that's true. I yes, think maybe it's some they do. They have at Tulsa. I know on the way in and out, there's one room right off to the side. They still you, do. They still have that room, and you can smoke in that room, and then you can go to your gate. Oh, you know, like you can't go to the gate. And some airports, actually, in Dallas, there's a couple of airports that have smoking rooms in the terminals. So if you were leaving, let's say, from Terminal C, they have a smoking room there. That's good. So you could go. You didn't have to run outside and run back in and run outside. Yeah. But back in your dorm, you had, a, you had a smoking room back then. We had a smoking room. And, um, and then, so did, and that was fine. Yeah. Yeah, you could smoke in there. Hmm. Did your parents know you smoked by this point? Well, they... My parents didn't allow me any kind of smoking privileges or leaving privileges. So, in other words, I couldn't go visit another college, visit a friend at a college or whatever. What does that mean, leaving privileges? You couldn't go off campus. Your parents would dictate that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, at, at Bennett College, which was a two-year-old girls' school that I went to initially. Huh. And, Bennett. And you couldn't... Like during the week, like, because it was like a you lived at the college, yeah. right? At Bennett, you yeah. had your own place. Yeah, it was in Millbrook, New York. Yeah, and you were on lockdown by the parents. Yeah, but we used to we would tie the bed sheets together, and we would sh- what? We would tie the bed sheets together, and we throw them out the window, and we would shimmy down the bed sheets and really take off. Yeah, like a like an action hero. Yeah. This is like something out of Animal House. Yeah. Well, it's also like when I was in Europe with Cheryl, we weren't allowed to go out after a certain time. We were on a tour. Yeah. And I said to Cheryl, let's go out. So we shimmied down the balcony. Oh, you did? And we went out. You snuck down off the balcony. You could have fallen and broken your neck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we snuck down, got down to the street, and uh, we, we had our money in and everything. And we went out dancing. I mean... And this was in Europe. Yeah. I mean, when in Europe. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, at Bennett, which is back in the States, uh, this is in Milburn, New York, you said. Bennett is interesting because you can look up videos now, and the building was torn down a few years ago. It was in such disrepair. It but it was a gorgeous, ornate uh, mansion, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what was it like going to school at Bennett? Um, it was okay. It was, I felt... I was not happy once I got there. I left after six months. Really? Yeah. I was not happy there at all. I realized that when I went there, I should have just gone to a regular college. Yeah. Uh, where they had boys and girls, but this was an all-girls school. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, to me, it was very boring and everything. So I left. So I finally called up my grandfather and I said, look, I, I don't want to stay here. I said, I, I want to go home. So my grandfather called my father and said, go pick her up. Milburn's in New York, Millbrook. Right? Millbrook. Millbrook. And, and how far away from home was that? Yeah. Well, it was in uh, Millbrook, was, and Arnie went to Peekskill, so maybe about an hour, an hour and a half outside of New York. Uh, okay. Where your parents were. Yeah, well, we lived on Long Island. Mm-hmm. So. so you had a good little buffer zone. 
Yeah. But you weren't having it. But you didn't like Mil- you didn't like Bennett? No. How come? It was boring and there were no guys there. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Nobody to flirt with or have a good time with. You didn't or... know how uh, integral that could be to your uh, experience. No, and we were close to, where was it, Cornell? Oh, not, really? Not too far from Cornell. The Ivy League school? Yeah. So we used to, we used to go to their frat parties and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah? We would pile, my, my roommate had a little Volkswagen Beetle, and we went, to Cornell one time in her Beetle. How far away was that, Cornell, you think? From Millbrook? Oh, God. A couple hours. A couple hours? That's upstate. Yeah. That's like Finger Lakes area. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you get and, lost in the Finger Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been known to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, did you notice the, the... So these people at Cornell, were they... Um, would you say they were like well-to-do? Yeah. Were they all kind of uh, preppy... Um, yeah, yeah. Fancy people. Now my brother went to Lehigh. Oh uh, yes, yes. That's a picture yes. over there of yeah. Lehigh that my mother painted the cathedral. That's beautiful. Yeah, and he went to Lehigh, and then he went to U of PA, and that's where he got his doctorate. Okay. At U of PA. But you, you, you weren't having it after the six months where'd at you, school. Where'd you go after Bennett? Well, I went to U of PA, and I took some courses at the Johnson Research. U of PA. University of Pennsylvania, same where my brother bro- Same as your brother. Yeah, and I lived in the apartment that he had, ah. so I shared an apartment with him there. He was married to a girl named Linda at the time. She was an Australian. Hmm. No uh, and he was married to her, and so I lived with him in the apartment. He had a couple of bedrooms. and Okay. Uh, yeah, so... And, uh, but like I said, I, you know, I, I had wanderlust. How'd you like Pennsylvania? Yeah. I like Pennsylvania. Where in Pennsylvania exactly? Uh, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, wow. So you're right in the middle of it. I was, yeah. Did you feel like kind of back to normal? Like, did life feel, feel more normal or better than, uh, at your previous college, previous school? Yeah. I mean, it was different. It was, it had boys and girls you know and it was it was more interactive and mm-hmm. stuff it was more fun mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but like i said bennett my father thought if he wasn't happy he didn't think my grades were good enough to get into a good school so he wanted me to go to a two-year school first and that's why bennett was the that on was the why. table mm-hmm. yeah but you you of pa is a four-year school yeah and how long were you there i was there i guess for about a year and a half or two years, and then I left. Oh, yeah? yeah. And what'd you do after that? Did you go to another school after that? No, I, I actually went into the city and started working right away. Mm. Mm. What were you studying? Did you have a major? I, I was liberal arts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then what'd you end up doing in the city? Yeah. Well, that's when I worked for Givenchy and all those people. Yeah, what kind of work were you yeah, doing? What's that? Uh, I was selling their clothes, you yeah. know, their Givenchy and... Calvin Klein and uh, who was the other one? I forgot his name. Hmm. Another well-known designer. Designer, at the time. yeah, yeah. And that, so you were working like the sales floor, like we're doing retail, or yeah, I would sell to department stores. And okay, stuff so like. you okay, you were doing yeah. um, in wholesale. Fact, yeah, that's line. that's where Maria 
And uh, Berea was in the fashion industry, also my cousin. Okay. And she ended up marrying the president of Giorgio Armani, a delightfully Guido. Okay. Guido, just the most delightful man. Uh, mm. He was just a sweet, an Italian man from northern Italy. Mm-hmm. And he ran uh, Giorgio Armani, and she ended up working for the Calvin. And then she ended up going to Armani. And then she and Guido got together, and they got married. And Wow. Yeah, so. Wow, what that's a story. Cool. Now, you didn't work for Armani, did you? No, no, no. At the time, I was working, I think, for Calvin. How long were you doing wholesale sales for? Many years. Yeah? Yeah. And was Giorgio Armani, was it... <clears throat> The, the the brand name that it is now, or was this? Yeah, or the, it was it was established end, by that high end culture. Yes, it always was that, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, high end culture. Yeah, mm. yeah but that's big so, wigs. And I mean, I laugh because I still have clothes that I got, you know, when I was in the city. I mean, I have a pair of suede black pants that I got when I lived in the city at one of the designers. Wow. And I still have them, and they still fit me. All right. Yeah. You know, because I never really swayed that much weight-wise. I mm. pretty much stayed the same. Mm. And I could put these pants on now, and they fit me like a glove. Vintage. Yeah. And then I have a ski suit that I have, <laughs> which I thought wouldn't fit again. Yeah. Well, I slipped it on to see if it would fit. It fits like a glove. I, nice. I guess my weight just doesn't change that much. <laughs> So this is probably about 1970, 71, 72 in that area. Yeah. What was it like in New York around this time? Uh, well, it was Studio 54, which I told you I used to go to. Mm-hmm. And I used to party with Jagger. and, and uh, They let you in? Yeah. yeah so you saw Steve Rubell? Yeah, and uh, David Bowie was there. Uh, yeah. the, the Stones used to go there. Yeah. I used to party with all these guys. Yeah. My goodness. Um, Lucky you. Yeah, well, that was the thing to do. Like I said, we would, we would just party, and I lived in the city, so I didn't care. So, what was it like getting around? Can you remember the the subways or taxis or? I didn't like subways, so I used to take taxis. Had to cost you a lot of money. It did. Mm-hmm. So Arnie used to yell at me. He says, "You can't always take taxis." He so says, they would. So those would be a lot more expensive than the subway. Yeah, that's sure, true sure. because the subways. Just, so then yeah. I opted to go half half the time on taxis, half on subway. Yeah. You know, but I would always take the subway during the day. I never would go to the subway at night. That was a no-no. Because that was a scary place at night. Yeah. So it was real. Yeah. Yes. And this is early. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and did you, did you hang out in Times Square much? Yeah. We used to go to Times Square every year for New Year's Eve. So was this back, this was back in the day. Oh, God bless you. And this was back in the day. This is sort of the seedier, um, back in the day, maybe... To some people, the glory era of uh, yeah. Times Square. We used to get all dressed up, yeah, long skirts, mm-hmm. sequin tops, and everything, and we'd all go out. So you were the uh, was disco happening yet, or was that yeah. later? That was later on. Late, I mean. That would yeah, be late. A little 70s. bit later. That was right? a but little bit there, later. Yeah, yeah. But, but you were living. Yeah, so eventually, you made it the Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. And what do you what do you remember about your time from them? From the disco? Yeah, no, no, it's grown in the yeah. 70s in, yeah, the in New 70s. York. Yeah, yeah, early on, early on. Well, early disco, 70s. I yeah. love to dance, so I used mm-hmm. to go to discos mm-hmm. all the time, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't matter where I went, Studio 54 or one of the other clubs. There was a couple of clubs that were all nightclubs. We would get off work, go home, 
take a nap, get changed, go out, party all night, come back, get changed, go to work, party, you know, work all day, come back, take a nap. The same thing, we do this like four or five days in a row until you dropped. You know, you just couldn't stand anymore. Uh, then you had to sleep for like well, two and you days. Had, you had to catch up on your sleep. So you did eventually do it. Yeah. But uh, but like I said. That was just normal though. And and you had friends like, um, how did you meet, how, was it, was it, um, was it easy to meet people? Yeah, I used to meet people all the time. Oh but, yeah? Like, like. Like I said, I met uh, Mick Jagger in one of the clubs. Well, what about just meeting random? Yeah, like your normal friends. Yeah. Some of my friends would go, but not many. Uh, I was really more the adventurous one. Oh, yeah? So mm -hmm. I would go to the clubs and stuff, but some of my friends were like, you know, I don't want to stay out all night. And I was like, oh, come on, you know. Uh, so, Stick in the muds? Yeah, you know, I was like, whatever. Uh, so I would sometimes I would go myself, sometimes not. You know, you would if, go by yourself. If I went by myself, I would go in a cab, obviously. Oh know? yeah, because yeah. yeah, you weren't. Uh, then it would be extra scary if you were going to the subway. Yeah, yeah, the subway at night in New York is not a happy place. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, you get a lot of drunks, uh, mm -hmm. gangs, transients. Yeah, you would see gangs and stuff, but you people would tend to couldn't gather together on the platform mm -hmm. to stay away from them mm -hmm. so if there were people zooming around in the subway uh, area the people would gather on the track together you know just so that uh, and would that work yeah safety in numbers yeah pretty much yeah but you had to know those angles you had to know and what about just getting around town walking and stuff well, walking was okay, but, you know, Manhattan's big, so it depends. I lived down on 28th Street, and I worked all the way up in uh, prob probably the 80s, 70s, you know, so there was there was a lot of movement there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was, uh, but like I said, I used to walk and sometimes take a cab, but walking, you know, like I said, if if you had the time to walk... You can knock off 10 blocks easily. It would and, save you money. Yeah, and you wouldn't even think twice about it. I mean, you were just basically getting your exercise for the day. You were. Those those streets are so crowded. I've only been to New York very minimally, took like three days, but so crowded on those street those streets. Yeah. Was that was that hard to get used to, or was it just like second, it was second nature? It was second nature, but the one thing I used to tell people is uh, don't wear jewelry. Because they would come, these guys would come up from behind you and then they'd grab your jewelry and rip it off your neck and take off mm. and run off. Wow. Yeah. That was, crime was definitely a little more Did prevalent. That kind of thing ever happened to you? No, not to me, but I was aware of it. So if I saw somebody too close, I would turn around like this and, you know, look at them like, what do you want? So it was good to be hyper aware. Yeah, why, why, why are you so close to me? Who are you? You know, I don't mm -hmm. know you. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people, I'm sure you had people trying to talk to you that 
you know, just because some people just do that there. I, from yeah. my, I Young 20-something woman, you were probably getting catcalled or hit yeah. on. And yeah. there, there's guys out there just trying to sell something or maps or like oh, anything, yeah, you, got you know, calling. You got yeah, street yeah. sellers, you know, just trying to get your attention and now scam I, you perhaps. I was a looker when I was a kid. I had hair down to my rear end, long, straight brown hair. And this is who's going through these streets in Manhattan. And I used to go through the streets of Manhattan like this. So I would get catcalls and... You know, now, how'd you deal with that? I turn around and look at him and give him the finger or whatever, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, or just, just ignore him if you half the time you wouldn't time. ignore him, you'd just turn and say, Oh, shut up, you know, yeah. and, you know, go back to doing your work, you don't need to be harassing me on the street. But uh, you know, but New York, like I said, is a big place, and you got to be aware of what's going on in New York. Because there's people all around you, and you're, you're walking along, and let me tell you, you look to your right, and there's somebody there, and you look to your left, and there's somebody there, and you immediately grab your purse and hold it in front of you, mm. you know, because you didn't want somebody grabbing that or grabbing, trying to grab a necklace or whatever. So it, it, New York was a crazy place. I, I just realized, um, so you were growing up around the time where they were building those two big towers. Yeah downtown so was that weird to see those kind of go up like it was weird to see them go up and it was weird to see them come down oh well yeah that was awful i mean that that i was sitting in fact i was working dealing poker when the towers got hit Mm. and i was sitting in the break room watching the towers come down Mm. and i was like holy crap doesn't seem real no, you know, you watch, like you're watching some movie. Yeah, you, you're watching these planes just slam into these towers. And you watch the tower literally just break up and come down. And mm. you're like, oh, my God. You know, it, it was crazy. And then I went back years afterwards when they made the memorial. Mm-hmm. And I went to the uh, museums that they have down there and everything. Yeah. And uh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they did is beautiful. With the, with the, with the water and... With the water yeah, and the names yeah. on the wall yeah, and everything, yeah. the Vietnam War vets and mm-hmm. all that. It's, so they really did a beautiful tribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it was just horrific. It yeah. was... Did you spend much time down, downtown when you were growing up in the 70s? I mean, were you more a midtown or uptown? I was all over the place. Were you all over the place? I, I, I wasn't sure how much time you spent around Wall Street. There is, yeah, I used to go down there. There was a restaurant down there that we used to go to, which had uh, Romanian food, which was really good. And then there was another one that my father used to love to go to, which was called the Old Homestead. And I bet if you look that up on the net, it's probably still there. The Old Homestead. Yeah, that's a New York institution. And it was, what was it again? It was a... What what kind of place? Food steakhouse. Steakhouse. Best steaks you could get in New York. (laughs) I mean, it was like Ground Zero, like Peter Luger's down here. Peter Luger down here was a big steak guy. Still open. Uh, Opens at four o'clock today for our New York listeners. Okay then. Yeah. Okay. Well, Peter Luger's was in Florida. My apologies for saying those words. I just realized that was offensive. Florida. (laughs) Uh, Florida was Peter Peter Luger's, but Old Homestead is is still there, and they have. Some places just don't, yeah, they just last Kick forever. But steaks, <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, in the crowd that I'm sure tend, they tend to, uh, pays them well. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, I, I love Outback because I love steak. 
I absolutely love steak. Mm -hmm. So I could eat steak every night. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. give me my filet and I'm a happy camper. Filet <laughs> <laughs> you know, and a sweet potato loaded. Oh, uh, you know, tasty. some mixed vegetables. <laughs> God, yeah, that's, that's like heaven on earth. The, um, did you go to a lot of steak places? In New York, I'm sure the it's, it's countless amounts. Tons of them. Tons, tons of them. I mean, I guess the food is really unlimited. Yeah. In that whole place. And the Romanian, there's a, then I used to go to the Russian Tea Room. Russian Tea Room. Mm -hmm. That was a very famous place. What Russian. was that? That's a restaurant. Yeah. That's another restaurant. Russian Tea Room. Mm. And I used to go there a lot. My goodness, so much happening. Did you see? So you, I know you saw celebrities at, at Studio. 54 mm -hmm. did you would you see other random sightings um just around the around town uh, for, you, for listeners by the way the russian tea room is already open but they do close at 10 so get get in there soon get going <laughs> you are all one hour later than us yeah yeah well i would i would meet people at the tea room i would meet people at lugers you know I would was there a lot of sightings i don't know yeah. like in the 70s was was new york the kind of place you would spot famous people on the street yeah yeah and was it did it kind of just become second nature or kind of just, maybe it just depends who, who, who you saw. Yeah. Like if you saw, you know, it was the Beatles or somebody, you'd be like, oh my shit. No, but you would, you, like I said, you wouldn't see the Beatles, but you would see people like sometimes David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, you know. Did you ever see John Lennon? I don't know where. I never saw John Maybe Lennon. he wasn't living there just He then, was living just in, in, in the Dakota. Yeah. I think it was called Dakota. D yep. Dakota. That's where they were living. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can't remember what side or um, what where what area of Manhattan did you live? I well, I lived downtown. Which side? Uh, east the, side. Not the upper west side. Not the upper west side. <laughs> no, I lived on the east side. East side. Okay. And then you were down in Brooklyn for at one point. I lived in Brooklyn when I was married to your father. That was later. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, later on, about another ten years later. Yeah. Did it feel that much removed when you were in Brooklyn? Like I didn't like Brooklyn. I hated Brooklyn. Oh, really? Yeah. Why not? Or boring. why did you hate it? It was boring. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was, you know, coming from Manhattan or, it was you know, a... it was boring comparatively. Did it kind of feel like the suburbs or something, like compared maybe? Felt or like... just, just lesser? Just felt like an outside area that was kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. How well, long were you in Brooklyn for? Yeah. How, well, how long were you in Manhattan for? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Manhattan, I was there, I think. About four years. Okay. Maybe five years. And then did you go to Brooklyn after that? Uh, remember where you went next? Yeah, I think I went to Brooklyn after that. And how long do you think you were there for? Oh, a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Did you ever go to Staten Island? No, I never lived there, and I visited there once, but I never could understand why people would want to. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the I did the ferry. I was there long enough to do the ferry, mm -hmm. and uh, but we you know we didn't stay in there. Yeah. So yeah, I've done the ferry as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we didn't stay on the Staten Island side. No, like sure. I said, you would get off the ferry or whatever, and you'd stand there and you'd go, "Why?" That's <laughs> that's the one borough you actually wow. have to search out info about, or like anything about. Nobody ever talks about it, as far yeah. as I know. I don't know. The, the, the guys I know from Staten Island, they swear by it. They, 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 that's, they love it? That's the spot. They got a sense of family and community Well, that's there, great. So. I love it. Like, maybe we should have stayed and maybe. see what was going maybe, on maybe over maybe there. Maybe we're missing something. Maybe. Good for them. Maybe that's the place we need to go next. <laughs> yeah, well, that, like I said, I, I'm a nightlife person, or I used to be a nightlife person. 
So for me, you know, my first thought when I came to Tulsa was, what is there to do at night? Sure. Yeah. You know, and I like to dance, so I found this dance place. Remember, I used to go dancing. Here in Tulsa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, I used to go dancing, and I used to go line dancing, uh, and I would do two-step and three-step and stuff like that, and I, I loved it. Uh, so you already knew how to do two-step? Yeah. Did they have Did they have country bars in New York? Well, they did. Back then? They did, but I didn't go to them. Okay. My father made me take dancing lessons when I was like eight years old. So you already knew just from that. I, where, did, where did you learn to two-step? That's what I'm getting at. Well, I learned two-step and three-step at, at Betty Golub's dance school out on Long Island.